Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transform My Issues Podcast. And I just want to let you guys know I have a new episode. So as I promise that I will, Lord willingly, will be reading um, each book of the Bible again, um, but in a much slower pace. And, you know, I was able to read the Bible, Lord willingly, um, with God's faithfulness in less than 45 days. And the year before, last year, I was able to read the whole Bible in a year. So now I'm just like, you know what? I want to go at a, a slower pace and really just dive into the book of the Bibles. Um, uh, the book of the books of the Bible. There you go, <laughs> and just really give like a, a t- intense dive. As I described before, it would not be a actual like word by word summary because I feel like you could easily Google that. But just basically what I really got from um, what I got from from the book, and I just want to just let you know as a warning. Well, not a warning, but as a as a reminder and just as a notification that this episode may be very long because it, it was a lot of stuff that I got from this book. The book of Exodus is an amazing book. And it was a wonderful continuation of Genesis. Joseph passes away and a new king came to Egypt. The king saw how the Israelites become became too numerous and put them into slavery. It was sad that the pharaoh said to kill the Hebrew boys. I absolutely love the part that the midwives feared the Lord and let the boys live. Chapter 1, 15-18 It is extremely convicting for me because there are times that I have an unhealthy fear over humans and do what they want me to do even if it goes against my relationship with God. I am striving to fight every day not to do that. Because of their faith, God was kind to them. Chapter 1, verse 20. I have to know that I may be persecuted, but eventually God would take care of me. It may help increase the other person's faith as well. I love how God handled Moses' birth and childhood. It shows me that God moves people's hearts. Like, for instance, Moses being hid for three months and the Pharaoh's daughter taken in Moses. It was described in chapter 2, by the way. I, I absolutely love how God approached Moses. I learned that God may send people out to do things that they may not feel qualified to do. And rejecting it will bother God. That happened in chapter 4, verses 13 to 14. It shows in chapter 5 and 6 that sometimes God's people will endure more troubles and persecution, but even in that time, God is still faithful. God makes promises and always keeps his word. Absolute obedience is necessary. I cannot take out whatever I want and obey some parts. I love in chapter 7, verse 6, Moses and Aaron did as God commanded him. Also, Pharaoh's heart being hard wasn't a coincidence. God allowed it to happen. God describes why in chapter 7. Our troubles can be a part of displaying God's glory and power in our lives. The plague were really com- the plagues in the Bible were really convicting for me. God performed miracles and so did those quote-unquote magic arts people. That's why I personally reject the New Age movement. It may produce some positive things, but the New Age movement teaches you to worship yourself and create a God, quote-unquote, of what, what you want. That is what I got from the New Age movement. 
Those magic arts can perform counterfeit miracles and try to fool us or make us feel a little better. But at the end of the day, God gets the last word. It is described through the multiple plagues. Pharaoh's heart was hard in those plagues as well. The plagues was in chapters 7 through 11. I love how God produced one of the best miracles in the Bible by allowing the Israelites to cross the Red Sea. The Egyptians died in chapters 13 through 17. It was not a smooth process. There were bumps in the road. The Israelites started to complain and have concerns. I can relate to doing that as well. My faith falters in times of trouble. I feel bad for the Egyptians' army because I believe that they realized about the power of God too late. They wanted to get away, but it was too late. This is why I do not want to take God's grace and mercy for granted. I want to repent right then and there. Exodus fourteen twenty five and 28. He jammed the wheels of the chariots so that they had difficulty driving. So um, okay, and the Egyptians said, "Let us let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt." Twenty eight. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and the horsemen. The entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea, not one of them survived. End quote. It was really sad that Pharaoh would ask for relief, but in the moment he got relieved, his false repentance subsided. Because his heart his, because his heart became hard again. This reminds me of my old life. I used to say that I wanted to repent and plead for mercy. But then when things stabilized for me, I went back to my old sins. I had to realize that I care more about avoiding consequences and not having times of trial rather than repenting and living for God. Such a sober reality. I am grateful that I have repented. Over 18 months and 22 months of sobriety in the Lord. Yay! <laughs> um, I love how Moses praised God in chapters in chapter 15 as well. He gave God all the glory. I love how God provided um, the Israelites, Mama, in chapter 16. It was convicting that the Israelites had to go back to slavery and eat meat. This reminds me of when God rescues me from my past and shows me a new life. There are times in my life that I want to I want the false perks in the past. It is not good. It reminds me of Romans 1, 23 and 25 and Galatians 4, 9. I must be willing to forsake my old life and see it for how miserable and worthless it is. Instead of praising God from leaving slavery, the Israelites and I wish to have the garbage of the past. I love the advice Moses got from Jericho, J-E-T-H-R-O in chapter 18. Handling things on my own is not wise and it's great to listen to godly advice. I notice that whenever I do everything on my own strength, it never works out and I become resentful and overwhelmed. But when I share the burden with others and rely on God, it makes everything better. Listening to godly advice comes a long way and produces many blessings. Respecting my leaders and seeing why they need to delegate responsibilities is wise. I love the Ten Commandments and how we must worship God in God's way. I love Exodus twenty twenty. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. End quote. Idols need to be smashed and will only become a snare to me.
I cannot serve God and cling to idols. God must be number one. I love the laws that were described in Exodus 21 and 23. I love that they were specific ways to worship God, sacrifice offerings, and complete various tasks in Exodus 25 through 30. I cannot des- decide what I would do for God or choose what seems wise and convenient for me. I must obey everything that God wants. I must see how holy God is. I love how God chose has chosen someone for a specific purpose in chapter 31. That is why I must do whatever God wants me to do and make sure that everything I do aligns with God's word 100%. Chapter 32 is extremely convicting for me. The people didn't know what happened to Moses, so they wanted to make other gods. God did this grand miracle and rescued them from Egypt, and they wanted another God. This is why my love for God needs to be on God, you know, with God and not what God can do for me. As a result, Adam, I mean, Aaron built an idol for them. Anything that comes between me and God, no matter how sweet or nice it seems, it is an idol that must be smashed. It is black and white for me. I have made some serious and hard decisions because I have seen that some situations or people became an idol and pushed me away from God. Whenever God's people go to idols, I believe that they will become a laughing stock to the world and completely... And doing that completely distorts our testimony. Genesis 32.25 Moses saw that the people were running wild. And Aaron had let them get out of control and become a laughing stock to their enemies. End quote. God punished their sins and this is why it's vital to flee from sins and idolatry. It destroys everything and everyone in their path. No matter how nice things seem to be, if it's an idol or sin, it will destroy you and everyone else. Exodus 32, 34 to 35. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for, for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. 35. The Lord struck the people with the plague because of what they did with the calf that Aaron had made. End quote. I love Moses' response in the following verse. Exodus 33 through 33 15 Moses said to him if your presence does not go with us do not send us up from here end quote I absolutely love God's grace and mercy being shown when Moses recreated the tablets that he broke because Moses saw the Israelites with the golden calf I absolutely love how Moses' face was radiant when he was around God in chapters 34 and 35. It is nice that the art of the covenant and the plan for the tabernacle was described in the remaining chapters of Exodus. I absolutely love how close Moses was towards God. Imagine if Moses wouldn't have made a decision to forsake his life in Egypt. He would have messed out on the best relationship of his life and the amazing miracles God would have done in his life. This is why I want to forsake the riches of this world and be who God wants me to be. Hebrews eleven twenty three to 28 By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's um, Edith. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated with the people of God rather than to enjoy the ple- fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded 
disgrace for the sake of Christ as greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the application of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. End quote. Please read the book of Exodus. I did not cover everything. It is such an amazing book. There were... These were the life lessons that I have learned from this book of the Bible. It is extremely convicting and life-changing for me. Um, so thank you so much for actually taking extra time to like listen to um, what I got from the book of Exodus. And I hope you have a blessed day, blessed afternoon, or blessed evening. And thank you for listening to Transformations Podcast. And take care. Bye for now.